So, uh, anyway, uh, what uh, we're supposed to talk about today? We're well, going to talk about powerlifting, right? important shit coming up. Yeah. All right. Uh, you you got to tell us about this Surf City coaching thing you're doing, whatever that is. Okay. Surf City. Well, let's talk about the powerlifting meet first. Yes. All right. You. That's in. Where is that? Helsinki Mor or Malta <laughs> or. Yeah, this it, year Worlds will be in, in Minsk, 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 Belarus. Minsk, Belarus. Minsk, Belarus. Yeah, so I'm sure it'll be quite the experience. Oh yeah, it's 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 not easy to get to Minsk, Belarus. No. Now is it? No, it's, not at uh, all. I think you'll probably fly to Heathrow, and then fly to uh, oh maybe Frankfurt from Heathrow, and then uh, take a bus from Heathrow to. Uh, Maybe uh, Gdansk, and then <laughs> get a guy with a bicycle to <laughs> pump you over to men. <laughs> yeah, I figure, you know, my goals are to meddle and stay alive. Yeah. So. There'll, yeah. Be a tr there'll be a flatbed truck with chickens. <laughs> chickens in a flatbed truck. And Leo yes. be nestled in. The chickens will keep you warm. Right. And then Feathers, I'll bring some you know. vodka. We'll be yeah. good. Yeah, white yeah. alcohol. Good white alcohol, no doubt. Yes. So exactly. why did they, I guess the whoever in Minsk won the bid from IPF, right? Yes. And, uh, of course, USAPL is, you know, picking up the tab for all of this because they're a legitimate national organization. Oh, <laughs> <of> <laughs> what, what meat is this? What, what meat is this? So this is the Raw Classic Worlds The Raw, so it's not the Uniform Classic. No. It's the so Naked it's Classics. Raw. Yep. And yep. Uh, I wonder when uh, IPF is going to go ahead and admit that their one-ply shit is just, it's over with. It's, yeah. we're done Yeah, there's definitely a lot the, of debate. The equipped people yeah. are, you know, are very adamant that it's it's not dying down, but Raw oh, Nationals is just getting bigger and bigger every well, year. Well, if, if, if the equipped stuff is not dying down and, and Raw is getting bigger, then that means that there is a net growth in the sport. And what end of the sport is fueling the net growth? This is just a simple math problem, as most things are, really. Uh, and I don't understand why uh, they don't de-emphasize this equipped stuff, it's impossible to standardize those performances. Yes. This is the, this is the deal. Uh, because you don't really know what one one ply suit to the next added to the squat. You really don't know what one set of wraps added to the squat compared to the other. And right. uh, you certainly as hell don't know how much the shirt added to the bench press one to the next. So, yeah. you know, I don't, I think this equip thing is in its death throes and it's, it's about time that it is. Uh, it was always a bad idea. And uh, in fairness, what happened was uh, the IPF failed to adjust the technical rules when they should have adjusted the technical rules uh, when supportive gear was being developed. They should have stepped right in right then and put this all to a stop, but they failed to do so. 
They just are apparently uh, unwilling to uh, convene a meeting of the Technical Rules Committee and, and draft things that keep the sport honest. For instance, here's a, here's a lovely example. Uh, I think the first sumo deadlift was done about 82, and okay. I, may, I may be wrong about that, but that was done about 80, in the early 80s. Uh, Mike Bridges was the first one to pull really heavy weights and add to his total with the sumo deadlift. Uh, the first national meet at which that occurred, certainly the first worlds at which that, that occurred, the IPF should have convened a technical rules committee meeting the next day. And they, they should have just made the simple rule change that all deadlifts shall be performed with the hand, with the grip, outside the stance. And it would have, you know, and nobody, and see, now, here it is 2017. Yeah, we would have put a stop. 2017, and you've got two or three generations of people that think that the sumo is the deadlift. <laughs> well, of course it's a, it's a deadlift. It's, you know, that's the only way to deadlift. Yes, and it is quite established in competition It's now. quite established. Now, you can't, you can't fix it now. Uh, and, you know, to the extent that you've got uh, lighter uh, women's division lifters uh, taking a perfectly legal stance and grip and pulling a world record about an inch and a half. You know, just barely taking the flex out of the bar until the plates clear the floor and it's a legal deadlift. And that's obviously not what we are supposed to be doing. That's obviously not. That's just gaming the rules. Well, yes. it's, it's the rules' fault. Pushing, isn't it? Push, yeah, this is the, the fault of the rules. rules as far as you can. Certainly, and the same thing on the bench press. The same thing on the bench press is the case. Uh, I don't know the name of the girl, the Russian lifter, yeah. who and there's takes another a, one from China a, too. Right, very small range a, of motion. A legal grip, 32 inch on the IPF bar. Uh, Big, gigantic, flexible arch in the thoracic mm -hmm. spine, and a bench press with a range of motion of about inch and a half, and it's a world record. And there's nothing anybody can do about that, despite the fact that that's obviously not the intent of the uh, of the bench press. It certainly wasn't what everybody had in mind back in 1975 when this whole thing got started. Uh, and what would have had to have taken place a long time ago when the IPF, the juries at the Worlds started observing very, very short range of motion benches uh, that were not equivalent one weight class to the other. So, in other words, the problem here is that the lightweight women's division and whatever the weight class is this year and the heavyweight men's are not doing the same movement pattern. It's a different. Uh, okay. It's a different exercise okay. completely. They're not comparable lifts, and there's an easy way that that could have been dealt with, and all that had to have been done is the rules committee should have convened and said that at the bottom of the bench press, the head judge, side judges shall observe the forearms to be vertical at the bottom of the range of motion, vertical in the frontal plane. And uh, 
I guess that would be yeah. the Yeah. Yes. Ver, no, vertical in the, the vertical in the in the front judging, And right? and as a result, that, that's a judgment call just like depth on the squat. Just exactly yeah. like depth on the squat. Always are there. And it's so the competitor will take a grip width that would produce the same range of motion relative to chest height as everybody in the contest. You know, you'd get a you'd get an advantage if you're very flexible, but you can't control right. the whole thing. But you all you had to do was make that one little rule change. And now all the records are kind of comparable to each other. But the way it is right now. Uh, I, you know, it's just, it's, it, it's to the point where people that aren't familiar with the sport that hadn't been looking at it for a long time yeah. like we have, uh, will observe these abbreviated motions and say, what the, what do you call yes. that? Yeah. No, that's you know, for sure. They call that the same thing as a, they called it the bench press in the men's division, but it's not the same thing. You know, you're right. It's not the same thing and it should be, shouldn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, it's problems they've got to solve. I so, know. Uh, so you're going to the, is this the, this the Masters Raw or the Open? Yeah, so I'm, I'm on the Masters team. Okay. And this championship covers everyone from juniors through Masters. So right. it's about, I think it's about eight days of competition. And the Masters will probably run first. They'll go Masters, Juniors, and then Open. Right. Well, but now I'll feel better. I'll feel better about this meet if you'll tell me that USAPL is in fact paying the way for the open lifters to go to this meet. I would feel fantastic about that if that were the case as well, because but I do not. think that if the USAPL is going to invest money, which I think they sh it would be great. Well, if they're it a national be in the organization. Open, not yeah. in the Masters, but they're not doing that. Right, right. They, they should be paying for the open lifters. Yes. The team members the of the, the open, open team. do represent... The, the face of the sport, you know, of course like they do. sometimes people will get a little, they'll leave their feelings hurt and they'll say, Oh, masters, you know, we should be getting the same thing. No, no, no. It's a restricted. It's a, no, you're not. It's a, and <laughs> it's, it's good that you understand that it's juniors and masters is a restricted division. The it's open right. division, which is not restricted because it's open, uh, represents the face of the sport. And those, those people ought to have their, if this is a legitimate sport, Yes. They ought to have their 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 expenses paid to the to the world, or you haven't got a legitimate NGO. Yeah, I NGB, think it would be. I'm sorry. I, I yeah. think it's a shame that they don't have their expenses covered. They do have some sponsorship through the USAPL, I believe. Well, let me let me ask you have, another but. question. How about to the equipped meet? Is the equipped meet open division paid for? As far as I have heard, they, it is not. But they did get some. Uh, uniform and things like that covered, which the raw division <laughs> yeah, some did not. Swiss. Well, that's interesting. So our national governing body for powerlifting is not paying any of the lifters team, any of the team lifters ways to the world. Right. Okay. And, our, and unfortunately, our, our fees went up this year. Oh, yeah. Which I'm sure you heard. So. Well, yeah, uh, it's an interesting Quite way to, interesting way to govern a sport. Yeah. Uh, and I don't you know. have a problem, you know, obviously for master's lifters, for junior lifters, I think we do represent more of the hobby side. I mean, obviously it's an intense hobby. So, you know, that's, that's understandable. No yeah, one, I don't think anybody reasonably would expect USAPL to send the masters and the juniors to the world. 
Right. You could even argue that uh, it's not reasonable since Raw is regarded as a side show at this point, you know, regrettably. Uh, it is, uh, it, it might even be arguable that since the main sport is equipped, they ought to send the, uh, that they would send the open equipped team to the, to the world. Right. And, you know, maybe we're wrong. Are maybe they are. Too. Maybe they are yeah. doing that. Yeah, Maybe so as I understand, that. there's different, you know, because so coming up in 2017, there are the there's the equipped world games. So there is still that maybe higher level competition that exists for equipped that we don't have in raw yet. Well, but. you know, and that's just a mistake. They'll have they have you know probably five years to correct, and uh, I think they probably will. I don't think, I mean, USAPL just does what it's told, and I think IPF will address this. Uh, and, uh, you know, and to, uh, in all honesty, I don't know. It very well may be that the national governing body is paying for the open team's way to the world. And if they for are, equipped. for equipped. And yeah, if, yes, if they know. are, if they are, that's, that's fine. I'll shut up. But if they're <laughs> not, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. This is, just, this is just a hobby organization. The whole organization is a hobby organization, if that's the case. So we'll just see what the, uh, what the comments on this video say. We'll hear right. about it in about three minutes, won't we? Uh, of course. After this thing yeah. goes hot, we'll, we'll know pretty quick if we're wrong, won't we? Exactly. I know the names exactly. of two or three people that are going to tell us whether we're wrong or not. And I may be forced to issue a formal apology, and if that's the case, I will. There you, know, you go. I'm wrong all the time. All the time. <laughs> and I hope I'm wrong about this, but I don't know. See, so uh, uh, that meet is when? That's in June. So June. right about June fourteenth. June fourteenth uh, in yep. uh, in Minsk, Belarus. Yes. And uh, we will uh, we will certainly uh, be waiting on the results yes. from that. And I know you're going to do well as you always do. Now, what would Nick? What was that other thing we're supposed to talk to Leah about here? Surf barbell, surf, city surf, surf, surf and safari surf. barbell. Right, surf city strength. You know, since surf I city so strength, much. surf city strength. That sounds like a gym. I, well, right. It's not actually it's, a physical gym yet. Oh, but it's. Uh, but that's the goal. So what is it? It's your personal training business? Is that yes. what's going on right now? Yep. Well, so that cool. represents my personal training business here, well, which has good. been picking up. It's just growing Good. by leaps and bounds, which Good. has been fantastic. We've got lots of old friends in the Santa Cruz area from back in the CrossFit days. And yes. uh, I'm sure you're meeting some of them as time goes along. Definitely. And a bunch of good people out there. Yep. The area yep. itself is a complete crazy house. <laughs> it's an absolute crazy house. And if you don't believe yep. me, go to downtown Santa Cruz and just stand there for five minutes. And uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, but as far as the, I mean, we've got lots of friends out there. Our friend Mary Conover, mm -hmm. uh, the editor of all of our books, one of the editor indexers, certainly, of all of our books, okay. has offered valuable input to every one of the projects we've had. And we love her dearly. She's a dear friend of the company, dear friend of mine. Uh, several guys, uh, Eva, our friend Eva Tordarkins yep. lives out there. Eva's a dearest sweetest creature in the world yes and uh 
Oh, God, there's some guys still out there. Ronnie Boos, old friend of mine. You yeah. met Ronnie yet? Yeah, I've met him. Good, good yeah. guy. Good guy. Yeah. Whiskey aficionado. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah there's, people, and there's, so. I think there's more interest in, well, there's definitely a growing interest in the Bay Area for powerlifting, which mm -hmm. I think then transfers over for just strength training. Right. Um, so that's been a real positive. And they're and, only, what, 90 minutes from you? Uh, Is that who? right? Bay Area hour and a oh, half two hours i'm from silicon valley i'm only 30 minutes from the silicon valley so it works out perfectly i'm about 30 well, minutes. well you mean san jose san jose yeah, yeah. right but i mean yeah, the bay okay. area from bay area you're, you're two hours right uh if i'm I not remember. in traffic i go up to oakland sometimes to train with tom and it's right. just over an hour for me so. oh yeah i thought it was yeah. I thought it was further away than that so yeah. you're definitely within your market reach Yes. You'll have some draw from up there. And of course, yeah. we got several uh, coaches up in the Bay Area. Yes. Tom and uh, and Gwen Brooks. And who else yeah. is up there? Catherine Bickford is Catherine new. Catherine Bickford. Yeah, she's, she's uh, a new one up there. Jeremy and Kelly. And yeah, there's actually a big group of people right there in Oakland. Yeah. Now. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm working on the South <laughs> Bay target. You're, you're picking up the... the 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 leavings i think from the actual bay area right? yes all right yes. well that's fine you can make a living on that too yeah you know i have yeah. monterey carmel all that area gilroy I've had people come up from there too so. the onion capital of the world uh you, you're thinking of the artichoke capital of the world oh they the Cast artichoke capital of the world too right yeah in the garlic capital of garlic the world. capital yeah. of the world yeah all that yeah. actual one of the few places in California that actually produces physical objects. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have quite That's a few good. out there. That's good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So it's, 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 I love it. It's been a good change. Getting the cert, uh, starting strength cert has definitely made a huge difference. And I get a lot of referrals through the site, but just as well as I've been more proactive as a coach. Right. I would say on a weekly basis, I'm probably working in some fashion or another with probably anywhere from 40 to 45 clients right now. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's so, impressive. I'm I think we're probably, you are in fact about to switch your educational emphasis from curriculum consulting to strength and conditioning consulting. Right. You, right. You, and you it's, see it's that a, it's happening? A, it's, it's definitely a big possibility. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Good, um, good. I love, obviously, I love teaching. So switching to coaching is not a huge change. No, it's just, just teaching something different. Yeah. 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 Cool. And uh, I've definitely enjoyed working with a wide demographic and with adults. You know, I still like working with kids and I still right. do that. But it's a, it's been a good change and challenge to be working with adults. And I've, I've been able to work with a lot of people from different walks, you know. Mm -hmm. The new people, my mom, <laughs> getting her under the barbell recently. Mm -hmm. uh, people who've never been into the gym before, to um, guys who are just killing it, and they're they come in strong already, but they want to lift more efficiently, and we get them stronger. So excellent. Well, Leah, it sounds like you're kicking ass and taking names I try. In, the, in the Santa Cruz area, and yes. uh, good luck to you at the upcoming meet. Uh, we'll be sending you a present, and Thank uh, you. and you uh, take care of your training and just do the best you can do. And we will 
touch base with you after the meet. Sounds good. Yeah, and I'm we might forward. even see you before then. I, that's my hope. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Because, you know, I need to, my, my goal is to go and definitely medal at this, at Worlds. Good. So good. I hope I'm going to so. be investing I everything think, I possibly can in making I, sure that happens. I so. feel it's there. Good. Thank Me you too. for being with us on the podcast, Leah. We've had Leah Lutz as our guest, and uh, we'd like to thank you for joining us on the podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.